As an engineering leader, you know firsthand that achieving work-life balance can be hard. Many business owners struggle with the balance between their personal lives and their work. This leads to stress and a feeling of regret. But that's not the case for the listeners of the Engineer Your Success podcast with Dr. James Bryant. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. Tune in. Let's engineer your success today. I want to welcome you to the Engineer Your Success podcast. My name is Dr. James Bryant, your host for today's show. And today we have a very special guest, Sarah Banowitz. You may, you may actually, if you're a longtime listener to this podcast, know that Banowitz Marketing is a sponsor of this podcast. And they actually have a commercial with Sarah's lovely voice. Sarah, how are you doing today? I am good. It's nice to be here, Dr. Bryant. I appreciate you having me on the podcast. No, I think this is great, Sarah. What we're gonna we're gonna include the links to your company website, to your LinkedIn profile, or wherever you want people to find out more information about you in the show notes. But why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself? So I'm an entrepreneur. I was raised in entrepreneurship too. I have six children, four biological and two adopted. I've been married for 21 years. Congratulations. Yes, thank you. And so I just, we... My husband and I wanted to raise our children in entrepreneurship. I just happen to be the entrepreneur of the family. So, well, that's cool. And also, I asked a lot of guests this as well. Can you tell our audience something about you that would not show up on your bio that may be of interest to the audience? I love Ethiopia. And I've been there five times. I plan on living there when my kids are out of the house. And I was 12 when I fell in love with Ethiopia and it's changed my life. I credit a lot of who I am today to my Ethiopian influence. Oh, that is cool. Or the Ethiopian influence on me. Yeah. So, so tell us a little bit about how that unfolded. You, you were 12 years old and now you have this Ethiopian influence in your life. Tell a little bit about that story. So I was 12. I remember the moment very clearly. My parents had friends that were missionaries in the countryside in Ethiopia, and they were home on furlough. And so I was sitting down at my parents' coffee table, flipping through their photo album from Ethiopia and listening to them talk to my parents about stories from Ethiopia. And I just remember falling in love and thinking, I want to live there one day and and tell people about Jesus. Because when I love, if I love you, I will tell you about Jesus. <laughs> so, I'm like, yeah. that's what I want to do. And so I've been working in that direction. And it's actually why I, a big why as to why I'm an entrepreneur. Oh, that is cool. That, that, is, an, that is an excellent story. And so... You know, you mentioned your husband, Matt, and I know that you're not an engineer, but your husband is an engineer. And so you may be able to talk about some of the issues that he may be going through, but we're going to have to have him on the podcast too. So tell Matt that he's going to have to come (laughs) on the podcast for our listeners. But so tell us a little bit about Bandwidth Marketing and what you're working on now. So we are a marketing agency that we built because of my trips to Ethiopia. I was working in-house for my parents' car dealership. They own an independent car dealership with a really good reputation. It's not like your typical car dealership. (laughs) Um, It's been around for 30 years. Warehouse Auto in Swisher, Iowa. And so I was the marketing director and I was traveling to Ethiopia a lot 
especially when my kids were even younger. And we were looking for an agency to help us as a small family business. And we interviewed several agencies. We worked with a couple, but agencies are built under this model of doing large projects for companies and not providing necessarily that entrepreneurial hustle and that pivoting and flexibility that a family business needs, a small business needs, like some a business on Main Street America. So when we adopted, we ended up adopting two teenagers from Ethiopia, and now I've had to be at home. Granted, one of my claims to fame is that we, my daughters and I were in Ethiopia when the pandemic hit. Oh, wow. So that was my last trip to Ethiopia. But because of the adopting of the teenagers and we adopted older than our oldest biological children, which is what you're not supposed to do, mm-hmm. I've had to spend a lot of the last like six years back at home, except for this trip to Ethiopia where I took my daughters. And so when I now needed to be back at home, I built an agency that we were looking for. So our agency is not your typical marketing agency. It very much is a fractional marketing department for Mm -hmm. small Main Street America family businesses that provide entrepreneurial hustle. And we really work with our clients' budgets to make sure that we're providing the very best service we can for what they their business can support. Yes. And I, and I can attest to that. I, I am I have a testimonial for Abandonless Marketing. They're the, the team that put together my website and helped me put together some other marketing materials. And whenever there is a need, they're always there to meet the need and adapt that need to the budget that I have. And so, Sarah, I really do appreciate everything you, that you've been able to do for me. Well, thank you. That's really great to hear. Oh, and I still have or the YouTube viewers, I still have your your award <laughs> that you gave me. <laughs> the re- resilience and reinvention reward that we got from the business made simple when we're both part of, we were both part of the business made simple family. And yeah. Sarah Banowitz is receiving this feels like family award for helping to redesign my website. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and and you do. And you do feel <laughs> like family. And so now in terms of your entrepreneurial journey, my understanding is, is that Bandwidth Marketing is not your the first company that you've had? No. So tell us a little bit about that progression. At Bandwidth Marketing, we succeed when you succeed. Build a thriving family business with great marketing that actually works. How? Start with comprehensive marketing direction and a clear action plan. Then get attentive expert help and choose whether that help comes as done-for-you services or as done with you guidance. Visit us at thrivingfamilybusiness.com to get started today. So after my first son was born, I came home. My husband and I had decided that we wanted the mom to be, or one of us to be a stay-at-home parent. Mm -hmm. That said, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. So I'm with my, I helped him through college. I worked full-time while he went through college. He graduated a week later. Our son was born a week after that. He started his first full-time engineering job. And I was now at home with a newborn baby and going crazy. (laughs) And like, I have to do something. So I started my first business, which was a wedding planning business um, because we had already planned our wedding. I was like, hey, I am an administrative and I'm like, okay, I'll plan other people's weddings. So it's called Sensibly Elite Bridal Planning. Because you want to balance, you know, sensibility with elite. So mm-hmm. sensibly elite bridal planning. I did. I worked on that. That was like the foundation of my business. So that's where I got my legal entity set up, my first websites, business cards, first decisions that I made about marketing. 
So I felt like that just set up a nice foundation. Um, our second pregnancy was a surprise pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And I realized there was not, it was not going to be possible for me to do the wedding planning and have two babies. So our four biological children came very fast. They're stair steps. <laughs> so I put the business, I, I kept the legal entity set up. I kept like every time the sales tax form would arrive, I'd put zero. Yeah. Um, and I kept that up. And then when my kids were, my four kids were little, we kept going to get family photos and I was never happy with how they turned out. Yeah. And so I, we pretty much literally ate rice and beans for an entire month so that I could afford my first digital SLR camera. Oh, wow. And during that month, I printed off the... I actually recommend this to everybody. If you can't afford something, print off the owner's manual first because (laughs) you're so like tenacious with it and you really want it so bad. So I read through the owner's manual for for my first digital SLR camera. And by the time I picked it up, I was just... I could shoot manual and I just went for it. So my second business, I turned that entity into a photography studio and that took, that actually did really well. So that did really well. It was called Sarah Banowitz Photography and it was a artisan portrait photography studio. And I got to do that around my kids' schedules. I would edit photos and reply to sales emails and stuff, like t- talking to customers yeah. and getting new customers like from my phone. I had a smartphone. I can't imagine being a young mom without a smartphone because there's no way you'd be able to run a business otherwise because yeah. it'd be really hard. You'd have to hire a receptionist, someone who could answer stuff during the day. Mm-hmm. And then that's what turned into my work with Warehouse Auto was because the work that I was doing as a photographer for marketing was working for me. But the photography industry is really hard to have employees that I really care about hiring. Yeah. I really care about employees. I really do believe that entrepreneurship helps with human flourishing. And so I saw that the work of my hands was producing fruit for myself, but I wouldn't be able to sustain a company with employees. And Warehouse Auto had employees. And now by this point in the timeline, we have now hit the recession, the 2008 mm-hmm. recession. Yeah. So Warehouse Auto was struggling. They needed new marketing, new branding. And so we rebranded them and I went in-house with them, put the photography on the side again, just like I had done with the wedding planning business. And then that's how I ended up with the second business just being, a sh- you know, just sitting there. Yeah. What's yeah. funny now is like behind this door behind me, I have my camera equipment and I now as a corporate photographer can f- afford even better equipment. So now I shoot with like L-series lenses. Mm-hmm. I barely get a shoot anymore because I'm too busy with the marketing and running the business and managing employees and that kind of thing. But I have all of this equipment that I, yeah. And I just love the way that I did that. Like started off small, trying to build without debt. And so the twenty to thirty thousand dollars worth of photography and computer equipment that I now have, the lighting and everything, um, yeah. it just really means a lot to me because it came with blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> yeah, no, that that is a beautiful story of not allowing your circumstances to dictate your journey in entrepreneurship. Like you were going to do something, right? It yeah. wasn't going to stop you. You're like, <laughs> I'm going to do something, and we need to figure this out. And it's that level of tenacity, the level of knowing that this is what you are made to do, something different. And I think that's awesome that you kept 
going. And the whole concept of that, the, the, the whole purpose of entrepreneurship or one of the purposes of entrepreneurship is to help with human flourishing. I think that is a beautiful concept. I don't know if I've ever heard that before, but that's a beautiful concept. Oh, it's, there is a little book and I, I can't believe it's not more popular, but there's a little book. It's like $5 on Amazon. And when I say little, I mean, it's physically a little book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it's too, and it's, it's titled that. And I will tell you that, that I read that probably 15 years ago. I don't know, whenever, 10 years ago. And it's one of my favorite books. And it's just this tiny little, it's more like a pamphlet. Yeah. Yeah. But the concept is beautiful and something that we as entrepreneurs need to keep in mind. I was having a conversation with someone earlier and it's kind of like the whole concept that the blessings that we receive are not just for us. It's, some of it is for us, but it's also for us to be a blessing to other people and thinking about entrepreneurship from the standpoint of helping to provide human flourishing. I think it's, again, a beautiful concept. Don't, don't want don't to keep kind of hitting on that, but that is an absolutely beautiful concept. So when you, most of my listeners are in the engineering construction area and engineering consulting area, folks with a STEM background. There's some folks in, in academia as well that listen in. And so thinking about that market, I always tend to say that engineers are people too. So the same success principles that may apply to you in marketing or photography or to your, to your husband, Matt, and managing engineers, the same general principles apply. And so what I always ask some of the guests are, what are some success principles that you would love to share with our audience? I want to invite you to the next UnWebinar. What is an UnWebinar? It's no slides, no sales pitch, just added value. These are small group discussions that are designed to really be two-way conversations between you and myself, where you can get insight and advice on the issues that you're dealing with today. The overall goal is to equip you with what you need so that you can win at work and at home. Understand you do not have to do it alone. Sign up for the next UnWebinar today. Well, I will say that pulling people around me that are strong in my weaknesses has been pivotal to my entrepreneurship journey and family journey too. I will just say just walking through life. Mm -hmm. So I tend to not, I mean, I might at first like feel like it's offensive to, to myself to realize that I have like a weakness, but then I'm like, okay, wait a second. Everyone has weaknesses. Yeah. I am not God. And some of the things that I am weak in, other people are super strong in and they love running in those directions. So when I first started hiring at Banowitz Marketing, it was, okay, Sarah, like literally writing down what my weaknesses are. And by this point, when I I started Banowitz Marketing, it was four and a half years ago. And so I was in my mid thirties. So Mm -hmm. by this point, I have a pretty good clue of what my weaknesses are. Yeah, yeah. And so I started hiring for my weaknesses. And I will say that that's, and with my kids, taking care of my kids, I am not a good teacher. I personally am not a good teacher. In fact, what's crazy is we're getting ready to release a training program for entrepreneurs who Mm -hmm. can't afford yet the done for you services. We're going to teach them what we do and walk them through it. It'll be like a a Slack channel community that we, and we'll have office hours and everything. And I, as I'm like 
I want to do this for the community. And I'm thinking, but I am not a good teacher. And I know I'm not a good teacher because we used to try to homeschool. And that just did not go well for everyone would be like, oh, just unschool, just unschool. Well, I have an engineering husband and that means we have engineering like children. Yes. And I, I felt like we were, I felt like we needed to get them into at least one, one or two of them specifically into more structure. And so, what, so well, wait, 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 but, yeah. T- tell us a little bit more about this program that you're putting together. There may be some people that are interested <laughs> in in this program that you're putting together. Tell us a little bit more about that. So we just had a we just completed the work for our largest client ever. We congratulations, thank you. thank you. So we worked on a we've done a lot of rebranding. That mm-hmm. is what even though we're a fractional marketing department that can do whatever needs to be done, we pull people around to make it happen. What has really happened and what's really shaken out in the last several years is that. Um, we are really good at branding and rebranding. And when I say that, I'm talking about the whole shebang. Like we're talking technology that goes into that, like systems and, mm-hmm. and just everything. So our, our largest client was actually a white label with another agency. They really thought they'd been working with this client for a while and said, you know what? Sarah really does well with family businesses and they're used to more corporate work. And so they paired us up with this client and it was a family, a large family business that needed a full rebrand. And we worked together with this agency. And so what we ended up doing was at the beginning of our work with them, they had said, well, what's the path we're going to take? And I said, well, I'd make the path up as I go. I mean, I know like specifically the little pieces, but I don't put it together in, I do it as we're building it because each company we work with needs to be so it needs to be so customized. Yep. But since they were so large, they really wanted a path to build out for them. And the path I see in my head is kind of like the um, Candyland path, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with all the little pieces and stuff. Yeah. With all colored squares. So that's what we did is I said, just bear with me. I'm used to walking businesses through this. We get to the end of that journey and I'm like, oh, I could build this as a path. Like I could actually build this ahead of time as a path and it might even help our smaller clients too. Mm-hmm. So we built that. The problem is, is it's a $90,000 product. Yeah. I mean, we're talking messaging, visual branding, sales tools, systems, team development. Like it is a $90,000 product. And I'm like, okay, but I love working with small family businesses. Mm -hmm. So while we're selling this to the large family businesses, what about the small family businesses? And so we are actually just going to, we are going to be training small family businesses to do for themselves what we do, and it'll be a tenth of the cost. So yeah. it's going to, it is a monthly membership fee we're, and you don't have to go, you can go as fast or slow as you want through the program. And we're going to have office hours. We're going to tell you exactly like how I lead my team to getting the work done. We're going to lead you to get the work done and you can bring your team in so that we're leading your team to get the work done. And my, I anticipate it's going to take those businesses. Well, I mean, it will, it will take them longer to get the work done than if we were to do it. And so with the monthly fee, 
I anticipate it being about they're going to end up spending between the monthly fee and the staff they use to get the work done. I'm anticipating it'll be about a tenth of the cost. Okay. So about $9,000 to get all this yes. work done instead of $90,000. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're building that right now. And then I'm hiring a teacher to help us because oh, I know. Cool. So Annie and I are my marketing director. I gave her my job when she advanced in our company. And so now I'm managing partner. So between managing partner and Annie being marketing director, our teacher is actually my best friend since the fourth grade. While I was, I, the crazy story and uh, the cr- crazy story in this is that I literally am driving down a major road in our, in our city thinking, mm-hmm. I really I had just had a had a conversation with one of these large companies and I'm like, I love working with the small businesses though. And how do I do this? We'd have to teach. I'm not a good teacher. And literally right after I thought that, my best friend texted me and she said, Sarah, will you please pray for me? She's a full-time teacher in this education system, in the school system. And she's like, I really want to get into entrepreneurship. What do I do? I'm looking. This was like two or three weeks ago. So I'm like, okay, her name's Stacy. I'm like, Stacy. So I called her back right then and I was and I didn't talk. I mean, I asked questions, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to just like jump down as like and what was crazy is we get like 15 minutes into the conversation and she's like, I guess I just wish that God would drop something in my lap. And I start laughing because <laughs> of the situation, because my phone was like almost on my lap. It was sitting next to me in the car. And it, when it vibrated and I was, so it, her, her text like practically ju- dropped in dropped my in your lap, lap. <laughs> and I hadn't said anything yet because I didn't want to like monopolize the conversation. So I had just been listening to her to see if what she's even thinking would fit with what I was thinking. And it was like lining up so amazingly. So I start laughing. Well, she's such a sweetheart. She goes, oh yeah, I guess I shouldn't anticipate that God would do. And I'm like, no, Stacey, you don't understand. Like I'm laughing because here, let me tell you. And then I told her the story and she was just shocked. And so she is still working. She's going to do like what you're doing, Mm -hmm. hustle until ready to quit the full-time until she's ready to quit the full-time job and do this as a side hustle. We don't know how long it'll take, uh, whether it'll be months, a year, more. I don't know, but we're just... We're just seeing how it goes. (laughs) Hey, this is James, and I'm here to help you win at work and at home. Let's connect. You can use the link in the show notes to schedule a complimentary session. And we're going to walk through the steps that it's going to take for you to start thriving so you can engineer your success and live the life that you love. Come on, sign up today. No, I, I think that is really exciting. I'm sorry that I derailed you, but when you start talking about the program, I thought that would be of interest to folks because you may have some small and medium-sized engineering firms that may be interested. They may have someone that is tasked with marketing, but even those firms may be able to learn something from your program. So I wanted to make sure that we got that in. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And so, all right, back to success principles. Can you give us maybe two or three success principles that our audience can take home with them today? So living below my means, both personally and professionally, has helped. Mm -hmm. I love the book Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. Yes. It's pretty much the envelope system for businesses. In fact, we now use that personally too, because Mm -hmm. instead of taking out cash every payday for when my husband gets paid, we 
we still do the debit card thing. We transfer the money in account. So profit mm-hmm. first, I recommend that to every business leader I ever talk to. And then specifically for engineers, because I have been married to an engineer for 21 years, <laughs> and uh, is communication skills. So I would say strong communication skills. My husband actually does surprisingly well with this, but I will, I do credit a lot of that too. He has had two amazing bosses. So he's only had two professional jobs. He was, he, his first engineering job, he had a great boss. He decided to switch companies so that he could be a design engineer mm-hmm. instead of fixing other people's designs. And that boss, Leo, he's had for since Abby was born. So he, so almost 16 years, he had this second boss. And I credit Leo with a lot of this communication skills. So my husband's company has worked really hard, specifically Leo, in building that with Matt. And I will, and he's an engineering manager now. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I mean, you, I, it would be really hard to be an engineering manager if you didn't have strong communication skills. It's skill. hard to be a good engineering manager okay. if you don't have <laughs> communication skills. There, there is a difference. And the one thing I would say about this in speaking to engineers is you wouldn't build anything else without intentionality. Like everything engineers build is with intention and a lot of research. So I would just encourage all engineers is to be also intentional and do a lot of research around communication, interpersonal skills. One of the things that has really helped both Matt and I, and I, I am a strong communicator. I feel like that's what a strong point is, but mm-hmm. I've even learned a lot from this. So my mom's a counselor and she was a, an RN and then she got her master's degree in counseling and she is licensed in EFT. It's, and this is going to make every engineer listening to this, what EFT stands for. It's going to make you cringe. Bear with me here. It stands for emotionally focused therapy. Mm. So ignore how cringy the name is, but it's essentially a systematic approach to handling feelings so that they become understandable and therefore actionable to improving relationships. And Mm -hmm. so I will say that that's been really impactful for me too, not just my husband, but me too. So I would say that those are, and I didn't write this in my notes, but honestly, just following God and how he, try not to be anyone else, just try to be myself. Yes. And follow the path that God has for me and not the path he has for someone else. Yeah. So. You have to be authentic to who you are. Yes. And when you try to live a life that someone else is living, you're not being authentic. If you're not really living for the reasons that are important to you, you're not doing it for authentic reasons. I think that a lot of great things happen when we show up authentically who we are. I agree. Well, Sarah, I have really enjoyed our time and our talk together. It's really cool to kind of see how things are growing for you in a direction that is happening for you personally and for Bannon Woods Marketing. I continued, I wish you continued success as you move forward with all of your efforts. I know that is going to be an awesome program that you're putting together. And I just want to really want to thank you for everything you've done for me. I want to thank you for being here as a guest on the podcast. 
Thank you for having me, Dr. Bryant. I really appreciate it. And good job with everything. I just appreciate everything you're doing too. So excellent job. And I've been watching you for the last, I don't know, it's been like two years now. Like you're rocking it. <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you. So I'm going to end this podcast episode like I end every episode. And that is many people know what to do. And there are fewer people that know how to do it. But there is a select group of people that actually follow through, take action and are doing it and live in a life full of meaning and purpose, the life of their dreams. And what I will say to you, Sarah, is I, I want to thank you for being part of that select few. Thank you. That's very, I, that, that's, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you for listening to Engineer Your Success with Dr. James Bryant. Do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it and a small fraction of people actually do it. I believe that you can have success both in business and in life, and it's my passion to guide you on your path to engineering your success. Thanks.